Three, two, one, here we go. Rain Man's Take Podcast. Observations on the world we live in. My take on current events and other topics of interest. Also, interviews with some really cool people. So let's get the conversation going. Hey everybody, it's the Rain Man. Just want to give a quick shout out to everybody watching. Thank you very much. I know you're going to find this next interview thought-provoking. I enjoy spending time with people like my next guest and getting into more detail about the subject matter, and I know you appreciate that as well. So go ahead and hit the like button and subscribe. That way we can continue bringing you great content in the future. So thanks again for being part of Rain Man's Take, and enjoy the interview. Hey, everybody, it's the Rain Man. I want to welcome my guest, Demilari Adieri. Demi, how are you doing today? Doing fantastic. How are you, Brian? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. We are actually old friends, and I wanted to have Demi on today because he is a results coach and um, very successful one at that. And um, just kind of wanted to talk today just about uh, the, the science and the art of achievement, not only one's personal life, but also in their business life and what those results look like and how to go about getting those results. And Dami has been uh, has been very helpful with me. And so I thought I'd get him on and kind of talk about that. And uh, I think all of you out there might get a lot out of this. So Dami, thanks for uh, thanks for joining me today. Not a problem. Thanks for inviting me. You're welcome. Why don't we uh, why don't we go ahead and start from uh, start from the beginning? Why don't you tell me a little bit about your background, how you got into results coaching and uh, and we'll take it from there. Sure. So Damilari is my name. You already said that. Um, and actually, what most people may not know, I grew up from Nigeria. So I grew up in Nigeria. That's where I went up. Um, however, before coming to the U.S., been in the U.S. for about 12 years. Uh, between Nigeria and the U.S., um, I've lived in eight countries, uh, which I love to talk about. Um, and actually, I've traveled to 26 countries. Um, so when you're talking about you know having an international experience, I definitely do have it. Uh, but in terms of coaching, however, for me, I grew up being that go-to person, right? So for my friends and family members, when they needed a strategy, needed to, you know, a, a bounce somewhere to bounce off ideas or talk about things, or even a confident, you know, it typically was was me. So I knew either way I would work with people, you know. And, and so as I grew up and then looked at the different things I could do, I always knew that you know human behavioral tendencies was fascinating to me. Um, and I wanted to work with people. So long story short, I eventually decided I wanted to become a coach um, and I looked into all the trainings um, available. So I did that. Um, and, you know, the fulfillment here, it's really about helping people get results. And and when you think about getting helping people get results, people often wonder, it's like, you know, well, what, what else have you done? You know, and I say one of the things that hold people back is not wanting to take risks, right? not wanting to get out of their comfort zone, you know, uh, to be able to grow. Um, and having lived up myself through my travels, through, you know, quitting my job in Nigeria to move to the U.S., um, through all the trainings I've done, which is really human psychology, uh, coach training, 
uh, you know, what else is that? <laughs> when you were when you were that that kind of go to person when you were younger, what is it that you think was uh, what was attraction? What what did people make? What did people want? What do you think made you the person that people wanted to come to and kind of ask for those type of uh, the advice or the or the, the the you know just kind of give your give your take on, on what they're doing? What was what was it about sure. you? Do you think that that made them want to come to you? Great. So it, it really was about asking the right questions, you know, to give clarity of thought. Uh, because, you know, frankly, you know, many times a uh, part of my work is not necessarily advice. In fact, I don't give advice. You know, I ask you the right questions to help you go deeper to figure out where you're getting stuck. And that was the, the distinct thing for me. You know, it's like, okay, having a broad view of what's going on and then able to silence the noise and pierce through and ask what you really want. What's your outcome? Yeah, there are a million billion things you could be doing. Yeah, there are a million billion things that are coming as a distraction. Um, yeah, there are a million billion challenges, you know, but focusing on your outcome, what do you want? And so being able to ask those questions to get clarity of thought was definitely one thing uh, that stood me out. And then encouraging them to take action, right? So it's not just enough to, one, get that clarity of thought on what you want, you have to take action too. Because if you're not taking action, then you're not getting results, right? And so clarity, accountability for action. Yeah. And is that something, do you think that that, you know, when you were younger, obviously there, there was no formal training in in those things. Did that just come kind of naturally to you? You, you, you kind of had that, that vibe about you that, you know, you kind of knew what what to do and what to say to get things certain things out of people? Definitely. I mean, I mean, I would say that I, I have a gift for it. <laughs> um, and I did not rely on just the gift. I got training. So, you know, I mean, as a teenager, a lot of my personal money, you know, went into buying self-help psychology books, right? You know, and motivational and personal development and leadership, you know. I mean, all the big names, you know, in the industry, you know, I, 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 I paid to get that knowledge and experience, you know? And actually, um, to, to, to go back a little bit, um, my dad had this book, uh, The Power of Positive Thinking uh, by Norman Vincent Peale uh, at home. So I, that's probably one of the first things that piqued my interest. You know, it's like, what is this book? What is it? Why does it have it? You know, and, and that kind of just layered up with all the big names in the books, you know, uh, in the industry that I started collecting, you know, and, and so you find that as you grow, for most of us, your interest kind of predicts what you gravitate towards. And for me, my interest in positive psychology, self-help, and helping people, I'm connected to other things I've done, you know, I mean, and if you look a little bit in my history, you know, I've worked on a college campus before helping, you know, international students. I've worked as a dance fitness instructor, which I actually still enjoy, you know, doing, helping people reach their fitness goals. I've worked as a personal trainer, helping them reach personal, you know, fitness goals. Um, all of it, you know, whether whether it's uh, education goal, whether it's relationship, whether it's business, you know, whether it's fitness, 
it all comes back to the psychology of it, you know, and, and the emotional association. And all of that came one from my gift just growing up, being that go-to guy, and also all the training that I've taken um, to, to become the best coach that I could be. And did you do this? Did you do the, the professional training in uh, Nigeria as well, or did, that didn't start until you got to the States? That didn't start until I got to the States. So, um, you know, thinking a little bit back about my training, uh, one of the places I live, I said internationally, uh, was London in the UK. So while I was in London, um, I checked out um, what was called the Coaches Academy uh, in, in London. They had like, a, it's coaching right for you, uh, personal certificate kind of a, a program. So I went there, it was a one day intensive, did all of that. Um, then I knew I definitely wanted to become a coach. Um, I did not continue with their program because then they had a full diploma that they could. I did not. But all the concepts, all the models, everything, I got an introduction to. And then when I came to the U.S., um, I signed up with what is called uh, RMT, which is uh, Robbins Modernist Training. So uh, it's a combination of uh, Tony Robbins and Chloe Modernis, um in this training. Um, that they put together so I did that um, and that was a uh, hundred plus hours of, of coach training um, so I did that uh, got the subscription for that uh, became what is called a strategic intervention coach um, so was what I did as part of my training however when it comes to what I do it's really about getting people results right because if you want something and you're not clear about what you want then we have to start from there right get clarity and then help you get that whether it's in your relationship, your business, you know, your personal life, family, you know, whatever area. Uh, and, and the most fun thing I see all the time is that you are the common factor in every area of your life. <laughs> so work on you and then you see the results in every other area. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'll tell you, um, you know, not only with my work with you, uh, but just other counseling sessions I've, I've done in the past the, the one thing that i've found is uh maybe in in innately i kind of knew what needed to be done or subconsciously not innately but maybe subconsciously but once you once it's actually explained to you and you know this is okay this is what you're doing that once it once it actually becomes conscious you're like wow that is that's amazing you know, it, 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 there's that jump and it takes somebody outside of yourself to explain that. Right, right, right. You know, and, and, and you're spot on on that because sometimes in, in coaching sessions with clients, you know, um, I hear like, why did I think about that? You know, like, <laughs> now that I think of it, it makes sense, but why didn't I think about that? And I was like, exactly, because you needed that external push, right? You needed that catalyst. You needed something to change your perspective to look where you are not looking. And the moment you see, you see it. Yeah. And that's what a coach does. Yeah. And and that that's essentially across any 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 business, any kind of personal goals that people have. I mean that that's a that thing cuts across all of it, right? So you don't necessarily have to be an expert in whatever it is that your client is an expert in. It's that thing just cuts across it, all of it. Correct. You know, and, and, and it's one of the questions that people ask when they come to coaching. It's like, well, 
you know, uh, are you an expert in engineering or do you have, you know, a background in law or in insurance or in computer technology or in medicine or things like that? You know, because when they think of coaching, they think of like, okay, like a professional coach or a mentor who is going to teach you how to do it. You know, and I say, well, coaching is different from mentorship, right? If you're looking for a business mentor that will hold your hands and teach you the thing, that's not the kind of coaching that we do, right? Because that you can get in a professional field. What we do is to train your mind, your emotions, and brain to think differently than you're used to. Because that's the way you go higher. That's the way you perform better than you're already used to. Because if you could, you would have done it. <laughs> right? Uh, but you are not where you are now, or you're not where you could be. So wherever you are right now is not the most that you could be until you get an opportunity for a coach to help you raise the bar. Yeah, And, the, and those skills, again, are across all all aspects of life and it's funny while you're you were just talking there i'm giggling to myself because that's how i thought about it before i actually engaged in the whole coaching and the results coaching it was that i always i always said to myself and this and this is such a limiting way of looking at it and that is you know i want to have whoever i'm talking to have some kind of street cred in whatever it is that i'm trying to do but like you said that's that's the person you go talk to who's going to be your mentor, not somebody that's going to help you uh, personally. How to once you're within that, whatever it is that you're doing, how do you become the best you can be at that particular thing? Right, and, and frankly, so here's here's the thing: it's eighty percent psychology and twenty percent strategy. Right, what many people are good at is the strategy, the technical know-how, but then. A lot of people know what to do, but don't do what they know. (laughs) Why? You know, or even if you're looking for the step-by-step process, you could get on the internet and search that. Information is everywhere. So why aren't you doing it? Because there are limiting beliefs or patterns that hold people back from doing the things they know they should do. And so how can they get unstuck? A coach. Yeah, so so perfect segue into the next question that is, so what is, is there a sort of typical client that you have or is it just across the board where you have to, there's a lot more sort of, babysitting is not the right word, but a lot more kind of past uh, experiences trying to, fix those or, or sift through those or is it more the person that's right there at the edge and is like I need to take that next step what's kind of what would be your typical if there is even a typical client right so um, broadly speaking uh, there are two kinds of clients and, and I'm going to generalize right now so broadly speaking there are the clients who have a goal the goal is a must and they're doing everything they can to get there, and that includes getting a coach on board in their corner to help them get there. That's one. 
The other general part is the people who the situations in their life has pushed them to the point where they know now that change is a must. Right? And something you may hear coaches say often is until, actually unless and until the pain of remaining the same becomes greater than the effort required to make a change, people often don't change. Why should they? You know, it's like, it's not that bad. Other people have it better. You know, I mean, I can manage, you know, or, or, or you hear the metaphor of the, the frog in the boiling water, <laughs> right? It doesn't feel as hot. Well, it doesn't feel as hot. It's okay. You know, so it's really either they're like, I know what I want. I'm getting all the help I need. And hey, coach, you're going to help me get there. Let's do this. Or they're like, well, I'm at the point where I'm fed up and now I need some help. Help me move forward. So generally speaking, we see both, right? Um, and it could be in any area of their life, you know, whether again, you know, relationships, business, you know, finance, um, or personal development, um, or just, you know, having clarity about, you know, life and meaning, you know, because, you know, you talked about achievement, there's also fulfillment, right? You make all the millions in your business or billions in your business, did you do that at the expense of family relationships, you know, your health? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and now you're like, okay, well, I neglected that part. What am I going to do about it? Yeah, yeah my, my wife always says uh, she's got three, her, her stool's got three legs. It's her, 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 herself, her, her health, her business, and then her family. And, and you know, generally speaking one of those or more gets thrown by the wayside for for the main important one but obviously if you can get all three then you're going to be a little bit more uh, balanced in your in your life those typical the 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 sort of the general group of clients that you have uh, obviously you're doing your 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 what what you do for those people is different or is it kind of the same so what I do for the ones who are ready to go um, is, is more like, okay, how do you know that what you want is really what you want, right? Again, we go back to the drawing board because it's what do you want, why do you want it, and how can you get it, right? Because yes, you know what you want, let's be clear on that, and then is the why strong enough to drive you towards getting it? Because if it's not, when the challenges along the way come up, you're gonna question it over and over again and you're probably gonna drop it along the way. Right? So when you know what you want, we make sure that's, that's what you really want, why you want it, and it's always even better if that why is bigger than yourself because then that's more push and then go. So people who already know what they want, it's probably a quicker process because the clarification process of what they want may move faster. For people who are stuck and who are at a point where, oh my gosh, like, you know, everything is happening, I just need a way forward, then we spend more time at that digging part, you know, of what led you to this point? 
you know, and and how can we get you out of it? <laughs> and then again, what do you want? Why do you want it? And how can we get there? Yeah. And uh, how long do you typically, I mean, do you have relationships with clients that last years? I mean, what's sort of the, talk to me a little bit about that. Sure. So, um, yes, I do have relationship with clients that last years. Um, and I do have relationship with clients that it's, I don't know, sometimes it's six months, one year, sometimes it's years, you know, and it's at any stage, a coach is always helpful. If you look at life as going from one level to the other, right, the more we work together, the next level you are getting into. So you decide that. And some people decide to stay in coaching as a way of continuous development, right? Just making sure that, okay, well, I hit this goal, now what's next? Okay, I hit this goal. And it's not necessarily about bigger goals, but sometimes about, so here's a, a, a metaphor. It's not about, sometimes it's not about digging deeper. It may be about wider, covering more ground, right? It's like, okay, well, you know, the past year, you know, we've working on my relationship, and if I could score my relationship, well, I think I'm right about an eight, you know, over 10, I feel good, uh, let's hit my financial goals. Okay, well, I feel like I'm about a, a eight or a nine there, you know, let's hit, you know, my, my business goals, you know. Okay, well, let's hit uh, my career and mission in life. You know, it's like, okay, well, do I feel like I'm making a difference? Do I feel like my existence here is contributing to the whole collective? You know, we can hit that too. And then I was like, well, actually, you know, am I feeling joy overall? You know, joy, love, all the emotions. And do I have control over how I feel and when I feel? Um, again, we hit that. So it, there's really no time limit because there's always the next level. Um, clients get to decide. Some come for a little bit, leave and come back. Some come, stay for as long as they can. Um, and some come, hit a goal and feel like, okay, well, you know, I'm good for now and I'll come back when I need more. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, 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 you know, just our, our time together, I, I thought it was, uh, I mean, there was some outstanding things that we, that, uh, that we discussed and that I'm, I'm still using them and it's still super helpful. And it's, it's interesting because, um, I talked to a, another counselor and not results coaching counselor but just another counselor and it got to the point where she basically said you know what i think you're good and and it was like okay i guess i i guess i'm good and you know uh, and so so i i basically stopped talking to that individual but she's like you know if you ever if you ever feel like you need a quick reset or whatever just you know give me a call so yeah it's very uh um you know, I, I, I felt like I was almost falling into a, uh, not a dependency on it, but it was a, it was always a good feeling and it was always felt like it was moving me forward. And so it was very enjoyable to, to have those conversations. And then of course she kicks me out of the nest and I got to fly. Away. <laughs> <laughs> so. Well, you know, so, I mean, that, that kind of makes me think about a, a common question people ask, you know, it's like, what's the difference between coaching and, and counseling or, or therapy or, or things like that? Um, counseling or therapy comes more from a diagnostic perspective, 
right? It's like, let's dig into what's going on, you know, um, or even more from a clinical perspective, you know, and, and looking at healing in some way, you know, and there's a wide range of what people are wanting healing from, you know, from anxiety to managing emotions to PTSD to it could be anything or even just everyday depression, right? Coaching is very results-oriented, very forward-driven, right? It's very, how can I help you take accountability for your life and take the steps needed to move you forward? It's like, okay, what have we learned from past experiences and how can we use that to help you move forward, you know? So it's not, and, and that's, that's, a, that's a big difference. And that's why people who stay in coaching long term, it's really like setting new goals, making the, what the new level is, you know, and and having a continuous, you know, improvement, development. Yeah. Um, yeah. And uh, and I'm sure at some point, when you when you get to that, when you're when you're like, okay, what what do you think is holding you back? Obviously, you know that comes very close to them probably having that conversation with with another counselor or something. So you right. must have some experience, even though you're obviously not going to be a counselor to them, but you must have some experience on how to, you know, kind of tweak that mindset so that they can access what they need in order to accomplish the goals of what they're trying to, what you're trying to accomplish. Definitely. You know, and, and I, I think my work as a coach is very complimentary uh, in some ways to the work that counselors and therapists do. I mean, I have clients who are seeing a mental health professional specific for, you know, anxiety, depression, whatever else they're doing, and also working with me as a coach. Um, and their therapists know that they're working with me, and I know they're working with a therapist, right? Because we play different roles. You know, right. I would not, you know, I, I don't do psychotherapy <laughs> uh, in that way, yes. However, in conversations with my clients, sometimes, you know, they mention some of those things and how it stands in their way from moving forward. And what we're learning is tools that can help them manage it to be able to take action, right? To be able to take action. Because if you look at ourselves as a, and some of those tools are out there, right? You know, you know mindfulness, you know, meditation, um, journaling, you know, all of those things do help us be more grounded in some way. Movement, right? Movement, you know, all of that adds to it. Yeah. And when you feel grounded, again, action. Yeah. And, you know, it, again, kind of going back to my, uh, I guess I'd call it an immature view when I, before I, before I started with the whole coaching, um, results coaching is uh i always felt like you know it was that it, it's that kind of ego that ignorant ego that says you don't need that you know you're doing fine and and then then you think about it, you're like okay think about tiger woods think about anybody out there tiger woods in the tv show billions tiger woods has a coach in the tv show billions uh uh, uh, Axe has a therapist, actually part on on you know part of his employees, uh, and so once you realize you're like this is this is not a weakness, you know asking for help like this is not a weakness. You don't know what you're doing, and it might be a bad it might not be a bad idea to have somebody for the outside perspective to kind of help you right the ship. 
Right. Right. I mean, most successful people that I know do have a coach. Yeah. You do have a coach. It's like it's like assembling your team that makes you successful. You know, the same way an organization would have a board of directors with different strengths. Um, you know, it's like okay, well, to make me the best I could be, I have my coach in my corner where I could go. And here's another thing: most successful people, or most people on their way to the success, there are things they cannot talk to family and friends about. Right? Because they they fear being judged and or these people are gonna give you their own perspective on things and then that also then comes with the liability of okay, well now that I've given you the advice, if you don't follow it, it means that you disrespected me. Whereas a lot of my work is judgment free. You know, you come in, you say, I ask you questions 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 to help get clarity questions to help you dig deeper questions to help you silence the noise and focus on what matters to you the most and then challenge you to take action to get to that result the outcome that you want and uh are there what are a couple things that is there is it discipline is it what are what are some characteristics that um that you find within your clients that you can kind of say, okay, most of the people that I work with that are successful are X, Y, and Z. Is there a list like that? Yes. Most of the people <laughs> that I find who is successful, one, are open to learning. So, and, and, and what I mean open to learning is learning about themselves and what they want and going deeper. Right, because if you're coming with that presupposition of what you expect or what you want, what you expect things to to be, or how the session would go, then you're already standing in your own way. So open to learning, open to the experience. So that's one. Two is they do the work, right? They do the work because knowing something alone doesn't help you move forward. That's just the beginning, but then using what you know to implement right to execute to take action makes a lot of difference you know and and progress is always better than in fact there's no perfection <laughs> right it's always progress you know and i say imperfect action is always better than perfect inaction right so it's take the next step. Well, I can't see what's on top of the mountain, but I know that each step I take gets me closer to my goal. So, and, and, and with that, so openness, action, and actually not just action, but consistent daily action towards the outcome they desire. Yeah. And you know, it's funny, I'm just, I'm just reflecting on myself while you're saying this. And that idea of, you know, I got this, uh, you know, I'm already set in my ways. This is, it's a, uh, it's either the, the hesitancy slash fear of pulling back the curtain and really self analyzing yourself, or it's, uh, it's an ego that's based on, um, not necessarily the reality of the situation. So, so to be able to drop the ego, to be able to just say, Hey, you know, 
to be that vulnerable to have that vulnerability uh i used to think was a weakness and it's the exact opposite yeah 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 <laughs> it was, uh, those are it's like those are the things that that you come to realize when when working with you and so that that is super helpful in my everyday life now and anything i do it's that kind of i step back a little bit of self-aware a little bit of self-analysis here to kind of figure out um you know why am why am uh why am i either hesitant about doing this or why am i wanting to do it this way and not listen to anybody else's ideas on another way to do it so um right but I mean, you know, even if you're willing to share, you know, I mean, this this podcast, you know, was one of the the goals that we had, you know, uh, to grow the podcast, to record more episodes of the podcast, to get it out there, you know, to increase the numbers, you know, and to to sign up for the the YouTube uh, partnership program, you know. But again, you know, this is something you do because you enjoy. It started as a fun project. But then over time too, you know, it's like this could be just, you know, this could this message could get out, you know. I mean, what, remind me, what is what is this, this this thing that you say about, you know, key information? You got it, you got it. Tell me, uh, uh, something about getting relevant information out to people who need it the most, something like that. Yeah, it, well, it, it, and that that's that's true. Well, basically. And I think I think this is where, what you're asking me. I basically say, if I'm interested in it, if 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 I think it's actually important, there's got to be other people out there that that could use this information. So why not have uh, you know why not have a vehicle where you can where people can uh, people can access it? Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And you follow through. You started the recording. You have multiple episodes put on YouTube, um, and here we are talking about it <laughs> and thank you by the way um hey so let's let's take a quick step back here so at the very beginning you said you'd traveled to 28 countries 26 yes okay and you lived in london for a while did you live anywhere else and what was the why did you what was the uh what made you what, what what's with the wanderlust <laughs> <laughs> okay so so multiple questions and I'll, and I'll answer it in little pieces. Okay, so from one perspective, the ability to, to travel and live in multiple cultures with different people and multiple places opens your mind in ways you never would have imagined, right? Because then you're out of your bubble of familiarity you're out of the bubble of how you see the world and what the world should look like because you don't know any other so that for me was very very important right from when i was young and so i'd always known that i would travel a lot in fact i had thought about at some point becoming a diplomat so i could travel and visit multiple countries okay so that was one that's one of the drivers for it um, places that I've lived, of course, I said I was born in Nigeria. Um, then the U.S. is, of course, where I live. Then um, Norway. Uh, I spent some time in Norway, uh, in the Scandinavia. Um, France. I spent some time in France. Uh, Hungary, in uh, in Europe. Um, Hungary, Belgium uh, is another one. Uh, London, we already talked about. Uh, and Singapore. Uh, is that eight already? 
Yes. <laughs> uh, so Nigeria, US, Norway, France, Hungary, UK, Belgium, Singapore. Yeah. Um, were you, so were you traveling or were you just were you, you just drop in there and live there for for a while? That's a good question. So uh, I lived there for a while. So uh, it, it wasn't like a two week vacation. Like it was like lived there, had an address, had an ID, stay, pretty much stay there. I think the 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 the, the, the shortest of all of them all was probably Norway, which is about a month plus, um, and and the longest, of course, is the U.S. But then anyway, some were six months, some were 10 months, and that was a year and a half. Um, what took me there? Um, Singapore, we went there because uh, my wife, you know, was working for uh, a company based in Singapore. So, and she loves to travel too. So it was an opportunity to travel and, and, and go live in a new country uh, for a little bit. Um, most of what I did in Europe was a combination of work and study. Um, so I worked a little bit um, with the European Commission, um, basically in the Education and Audiovisual uh, Executive Agency. So I worked there um, for a little bit. Um, and I also studied in Europe too, so uh, a little bit. I did what is called the Erasmus uh, programs. Um, and Erasmus basically is a, originally a Dutch scientist. It's not as popular here in the US, but if, you, if you're in Europe and it's like you did Erasmus, you're like, oh my gosh, royalty. <laughs> Just kidding, but no. Uh, Erasmus was a Dutch scientist who believed that complete education is when you've experienced multiple ways of learning in multiple places and across multiple cultures with multiple people. And so uh, one of my master's degree was an Erasmus master's degree, and that's what took me to Norway, France, uh, the UK, and London. Um, so... And then the rest of it was just leisure travel in between. You know, I mean, when you're in Europe, anywhere in Europe, you get on a train, three hours, you're in the next country, right? Or sometimes less than. Um, so that I did with uh, while I was in Europe. And then when I went to Singapore, opportunity to go to Thailand, Malaysia, you know, all the other neighboring Southeastern uh, Asian countries. Um, when I was in Nigeria growing up, I visited a lot of West African countries. Um, and from here in the U.S., visiting, you know, uh, places in the Caribbean and Central America. Um, so, and the travel never stops. And actually here in the U.S., I've been to 34, 34, 36, I have to count, um, of, of the 50 states. And the goal is to hit all 50. There you go. Yeah. I love it. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of, uh, there's a lot of people born in the U.S. that would never get to that point. So that's awesome. What, uh do you have do you have clients all over the country all over the world what's kind of the what's the makeup of your clients all over the world really all over the world all over the world all over the world and 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 technology makes that easy right i mean we just need to balance the time zones yeah yeah uh but yeah all over the world all over the world all over the world asia uh north america australia new zealand yeah all over the world now is there is are the are the challenges the same with the clients are the are the uh the the speed bumps or the the things that they think are challenges to get to the next level are they the same throughout the throughout the world is it i mean is it a human nature thing or are there cultural differences that uh have interact with that as well um cultural differences play a part it's fundamentally human nature Fundamentally human nature. Uh, and, and 
you find patterns you find patterns you know in the way we see think you know act all connected to the beliefs we hold you know and, and yeah so it, it's more fundamentally human nature or, or human psychology I would say um, than culture culture plays a part but it's more yeah, yeah. human psychology so uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna use a couple of examples here that 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 may or may not make me sound like the the ugly American that everybody talks about when they're traveling. So generally speaking, the Americans get this uh, reputation of hustle, go get them nonstop, just just frantic, move, move, move. And then, you know, you go to Europe and they've got two hour lunches and, you know, they take a nap in the afternoon and, and just their whole their whole sort of outlook is is different does that does that come into play at all or is it you know once you kind of get you strip that stuff away it's basically down to whether or not that individual is ready to move forward and wants to move forward it's it just comes down to whether the individual is ready to move forward or not right it, it really is because it doesn't matter if it's fast-paced or consistent steady growth you know, they, they, there's always a place for everyone based on their style, right? Uh, what we want to avoid is activity without purpose. You know, and we see a lot of that. <laughs> and that seems to be that that sort of the ding on, on the sort of the American culture. It says you're just moving to move for movement's sake. Is that yeah. real? And, and, you know, that's the, one of the other things that, that I really got a lot out of was the idea that plan it out first take the time to relax 10 minutes five minutes whatever it is plan it out first and then start executing right right plan before executing you know um, because then there's more clarity on where you're going and what you're doing um, and, and the other part too is uh, integration uh, life integration so meaning all the things that matter to you how do they work together right and planning that ahead and doing that such at the end of the day, you're not getting one at the expense of the other. Yeah, yeah. and uh, yeah, one, one of the things that that um, that we had talked about uh, was the idea of picking a time and just be disciplined to make sure that that, that time is there for and do that all the time. And that and sometimes uh, that can be tough, especially you know when things start to get busy and, and maybe you don't have that, uh, the weekly, uh, accountability meeting. Yeah. 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 You know, and so one is making it a non-negotiable, Yeah. right? If it's something you want and you're, you're determined to get in it, then it becomes a non-negotiable. So that's one. Now the other part of it is the weekly meetings that I have with clients sometimes it's the clarity meaning sometimes it's the accountability because they know that i'm going to ask them are you taking the steps you committed to take it you know that in itself is you know a push to get the work done whereas just by themselves it's like well i could do it tomorrow <laughs> or i can push it away um, so yes, so clarity, accountability, you know, setting bigger goals, um, a little bit of motivation, right? And I'll say more encouragement rather than motivation. You know, it's just like, okay, you know, here are the reasons I think you can do this based on our conversation and what we've seen. So what's stopping you? Nothing, right? 
a little bit of uh, mitigation too. So meaning thinking ahead, okay, now that I have decided I wanna do this, thinking ahead, what can stand in the way? And then immediately planning on how to mitigate that so that you're not caught unawares at the last minute or not knowing what to do. Sometimes things will come up that you didn't plan for. However, the more that you have planned ahead, the less of flying pieces you have to 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 do it last minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is a, a, a this is really good stuff that I that I got a lot out of. So uh, if any of you out there are uh, interested and you like what we're talking about here and you want to get a hold of Demolari, it's Demolari Adiari, and it's Demolari adiari at gmail.com and i'll spell that out real quick it is d-a-m-i-l-a-r-e-a-d-y-e-y-e-r-i at gmail.com and uh um, his phone number probably the best way to get a hold of him i would imagine is uh 9133 joyful or 913-356-9385. So if you like what we're talking about here, you think it might be beneficial for you, um, Demolari is great and uh, um, feel free to reach out to him. So um, let's kind of talk about what, what uh, in terms of you as the results coach, are you, uh, are you, where do you see this going? What kind of, kind of follow on training are you doing personally to kind of improve your and increase your ability to help out people hit their results right absolutely so i mean uh learning never stops right learning never stops uh and what that means is i have my own coach too um so i have my own coach that you know <laughs> right uh because hey i mean how can i how can i expect people to get coaches when i'm not working with a coach myself so Definitely have a coach myself. I also have a coach mentor. Um, and, and the difference is my own coach helps me work on my own, you know, stuff, whatever it is, right? My own coach mentor helps me become a better coach each time. And that's all the difference. So I have both. Um, also, you know, continuous development, uh, books, tapes, podcasts, events, you know. Um, and, and I think, you know, all of that matters yeah all of that matters all of that matters otherwise you know it's easy to get complacent um uh, and then you know what would be the message that i'm telling my clients <laughs> and now is the is the science of results coaching is that changing so uh or is it pretty much a consistent type of thing that's a great question so uh a lot of the science actually connects with neuroscience right so the more we are learning about the nervous system neuro pathways you know uh, uh, neurons the more we understand about coaching because the habits that we form are a network of neurons that have created neural pathways for us and that comes from doing things over and over again. So basically, the brain is trying to do less work, <laughs> right? So if you brush your teeth the same way every day, you're probably not thinking anymore when you're brushing your teeth. 
because the, the, the brain has moved that into the neural pathway such that you can do it easily. You know, I bet in the dark, if you were eating, your hand would not miss your mouth, right? Again, because you've done that multiple times. And so everything we do, our habits, our patterns, what we're thinking, what we do is all connected um, to, the, to the neurons that have been wired together for those habits. So a lot of what we're doing in coaching also is helping you connect with your emotions to help you change those neural pathways, right? And form new habits. So emotions and action, emotions and actions, emotions and actions, emotions and actions, over and over again onto the new habit sticks. So if there's new research in neuroscience and we're learning more, it would impact coaching. Right, if there's new research in psychology and behavioral science, it would impact coaching. Um, and you know, the benefit of being a coach is also then staying on top of it. And are you, uh, is it, are you able to, as as those type of um, uh, processes change, are you able to implement those with uh, with your existing clients, or is there some level of uh, and I probably know the answer to this, but is there some level of maybe uh, reticence of trying something new or are they open to? You know, one of the things that we've seen with successful clients is openness. <laughs> right? Which you, which you mentioned earlier. Yeah. We, we talked about this. Yeah. So, you know, it's, you know, so, so here's, here's another thing that is relevant is that many people hold beliefs that they've never had to question. The challenge is most of those beliefs were formed subconsciously. Something they saw in their background, their environment, their family, their culture, where they grew up, and it just seemed like, you know, what we know and how we do things. However, without questioning those beliefs, you don't know how it's serving you or how it's not serving you. I mean, you could question them and decide consciously Yes, now I am intentionally choosing this belief because I see how it serves me and the benefit. Or decide, well, there's a little bit we can tweak here. Yeah. Right? And so it, it really is the value of the openness, you know? Are these thoughts, beliefs that I hold and standards, are they serving me and getting me to where I want to go in life? Yeah. And, and, and that's not necessarily a natural instinct for people to have that type of introspection. No. <laughs> no. Yeah, and and so I would assume those are the type of people that get to the point where they're talking to you because they it's gotten so painful that they don't they're in a they're in a loop that they can't get out of and they have no idea how they got into that in the first place. Is that is that trainable to to have that introspection or is it It is it is trainable. It is absolutely trainable. Uh to have that introspection. It it just comes from you know, doing it often to open up your mind to multiple perspective. Yeah. And, you know, and, and, I, and I can't say it exactly, uh, but I've heard a quote before that says, you know, a man expanded by an idea never regains his original dimension. Hmm. And, and that's really what it is. A man, a mind expanded by an idea never regains the original dimension. So meaning that the more you open to multiple perspectives and multiple views, 
the more data you have to pull from in your thinking and behavioral process. Yeah, and and as you're saying that, I'm I'm realizing that uh, you know something will happen whether it's you see a, a certain color or a certain smell, and there's a immediate connection to maybe somewhere back in your childhood. And you know, a couple of years ago, it I, I never would have it never would have even come to my attention. I was just doing that subconsciously. Now, having learned things from people like you and, and, and talking to other people is, you know, recognize it, you know, actually accept that it happened and then go, how did that happen? Why did it happen? What was, you know, what's the, what's the connection? And it's, it's, it's wild. Cause yeah. it's, uh, yeah, it, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but that's, no, no, no. Uh, I mean, so it's interesting and, and we could go deeper because there's a, there's a lot of concepts and things we could talk about, you know, which are tools that I use to help clients get results. But everything you said right now about the color, the smell, and things like that is connected to multi-sensory reality. So basically multiple senses, you know. And, and as humans, we, we, we sense and move through the world with multiple senses. And a lot of us only rely on the thinking faculty, whereas what we feel, what we smell, what we taste, you know, all of that adds to the collection of knowledge and emotion that affects our behavior, that affects our memory. And so one of the tools we use in coaching, you know, is, is broadly speaking, visualization, you know, and, and through that process, we want clients to, as much as possible, feel, see, hear, know, <laughs> yeah. you know, the goal they want, right? So it's not just enough to write a goal and see, I want to achieve this outcome, but then can you feel, you know, can you imagine what it feels like to have the goal? You know, can you, can you see it in your mind's eye? Can you taste what it will feel like? You know, can you smell it? You know, all of that. It's more of a driving force to actually doing the work to get the goal than just mentally thinking, this is what I want. And the same way too, in terms of however they're feeling, you know, happy, joyful, you know, determined, confident, all of that. Go ahead. No, it, it's, uh, it, and, and I, you don't realize that until you actually have somebody with an objective kind of view of what you're going through um be able to kind of tell explain those things to you you, you, don't, you don't realize it and so you know it's it's like it's like i had mentioned earlier you know before i started doing this the idea was eh, i don't think i need one and that's just because you don't know what you don't know right and and it just it, it just opening up opening that up is uh is a huge and just recognizing that that is how you were looking at things is that's just a that's that that step in it in and of itself is is a huge breakthrough yeah totally and it, you know it's it's funny i'm a i i i probably had the same uh outlook as you did growing up i always felt like i wanted to leave where i grew up and see the world and all those sorts of things and i i have friends that st still to this day you know, live in the town that I grew up in and just, you know, that's their life. And they never, they never really went beyond that. Uh, and that's not a bad thing. Right. Um, 
it just, I, I you know, it's, uh, I, and I, I mean, who, who am I to say what's what's a good thing and a bad thing? They seem to they seem to have a great life, and you know things worked out for them. It's just I, that was just never my my uh, my personality and my my personal sort of dream out there. Right. I mean, it's not a bad thing. At the same time, it's also not the most of all they could become. Yeah. Right. As humans, our potential are infinite. And the growth that happens all is combined with the experiences and how much more we allow ourselves, you know, explore. Yeah. Now, I'm, I'm telling you, man, it's, it's been, uh, it's, it's fascinating stuff. And again, this is, uh, I'm, I'm talking with results coach, Damilari Adiari, and it's 9133 joyful is the phone number. If you want to, uh, if you want to get a hold of them, um, so I tell you what, man, this was uh, this was great. I really, really appreciate the time. Not a problem. Thanks for asking me to be here, Brian. <laughs> <laughs> no, no problem, and it's uh, it's good to talk to you again. And um, uh, best of luck to you, and, and thank you for everything that you did for me. And, and I know anybody out there who is uh, who feels like they they need an, a push or want to take that next step, but may not necessarily know how. Um, if not a guy like Don Mallory, maybe somebody else uh, like that, somebody that has the the expertise and the objective uh, view of what you're trying to do to help you get there. So um, I guess probably leave it at, you know, Tiger Woods has a coach, probably uh, wouldn't be a bad thing for, for everyone else to have a coach. I mean, names, right? Names. So absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, Don Mallory, this was great. I really appreciate your time. Thank you so much, Brian. All right. All right. <laughs> and bye to everyone watching. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, listen, guys, uh, if you're in the police departments, fire departments, the military, first responders, if that's you out there, thank you very much for your service. Stay safe. This is the Rain Man. Damilari, thank you again. It was great talking to you. Thank you. Thank you, Brian. Yeah. All right, guys. Take care. Thanks for watching Rain Man's Take, Observations of the World We Live In. If you like the content, don't forget to hit the subscribe button below. You can also follow Rain Man's Take on Instagram at Rain Man's Take. Also, check out our website at www.rainmanstakepodcast.com and send your comments to rainmanstake at gmail.com. Keep an eye out for future podcasts, which will be coming out every Thursday at 5 p.m. West Coast time.